is happening, fellow fantasy GMs? I am JJ Wang. He is the bearded one, DJ Dove. And with our powers combined, we are the Fantasy Couriers. Oh, JJ Wang, the dog days of summer are here. There is diddly squat going on in the fantasy world. I mean, our promo is all about underdog best ball. Got a couple of those going. If you're in the big leagues, you're in part of the Scott Fishbowl. I keep trying. One of these years, we're going to get into the Scott Fishbowl. It shows your name. Um, I'm in a, a donation one on Underdog to maybe get in or try to get some merit. So I'm trying my best to get the couriers into the Scott Fishbowl. I'm, I'm working on it. it, it it's coming. One of these years. some time. Well, the good thing about it, they allow so many people in every year. So. <laughs> Yeah, they there there's so many people that want to do it. Like that it's there are so many podcasts. We are like a drop in a pond. Oh, like yeah. it's not even a fish in a pond. We're like a drop in a pond. And, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate all that listen to us. It's thank you guys for I, I still I'm still baffled that you all want to listen to us numbskulls talk. <laughs> I'll look in like we just posted this. There's people listen what you, I'm you very are. Out it's it's, it's pretty awesome. These people are just waiting for it to drop. I'm like, all right, yeah. man. Yeah, we had one guy, one of our friends, Jeff, who was like, "Yeah, you know, you're you're the guys I listen to for fantasy advice." And hey, good news is, two years ago, he won the championship. What can I say? <laughs> Before we started listening to us, right? No, that was the year he listened to us most. He doesn't listen to us much because he's just so busy right now. But yeah, so I'd say last week we were talking before the podcast it was one of my favorite episodes we did. It was just a cool because we really threw each other for a loop at times because we didn't have we didn't we don't know what each other is saying. And we don't know where we're coming from, and it was kind of a different kind of dynamic versus, you know, like, hey, I've got these two guys, you got two these two guys. We're now we're throwing something against the wall, and we're seeing what we can make stick, which is it's it's a different dynamic, and it could lead to some some cool ideas. So kudos to you, podcast creator. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you you listen to so many podcasts over time. I mean, you you just come up with not really ideas, but I mean, kind of like take everything from every everybody else. I mean, pretty much just talking about the same guys every time, just. How you want to do it differently? Trying to come up with, come up with something different. But yeah, this this week we're going to do the NFC. I thought it was, I enjoyed it last. I enjoyed it last week. I'm um, looking at it this week the NFC. It's just I didn't realize how bad. I don't, I'm not going to say bad, but how the, all the top end players are with the AFC makes it a little more a little more difficult to do these these all pro teams here. Oh my goodness! I mentioned before. I, I think. We won't have as much of a disagreement when it comes to receivers, but everything else, there, there's a couple, there's a couple guys, but I think the second teams will get messy, and then that second play, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be quite interesting to see where we end up with this all NFC team as we go through this. You ready to go? And we'll throw, th- throw and see what sticks. Yeah, let's let's do it. So, um, for quarterbacks first, of course, and it's pretty much a unanimous decision, just like last week. Um, Jalen Hurts, um, mm-hmm. locked in. I- Pretty sure it's the QB one. I mean, this team is great, great receivers. Um, the running game, I don't know how good the running game is going to be, but it doesn't have to be great. Just got to be efficient enough. Uh, Miles Sanders was okay last year. They do got the honors. But, yeah, Jalen Hurts, number one. And I'm going with my number two is um, Justin Fields. Um, I think his receiving does get um, – or his passing does get better. It did get better at the end of last season when he started running more. He got DJ Moore. Plus, I mean, he's still going to run the ball, so I think Jalen, um, Jalen, Justin Fields is my um QB too. Wow, that's a yeah, Jalen Hurts. 
I'm excited, and I wish I'd have been more aggressive. I think I've mentioned before, he, he was my favorite quarterback coming out that year. Like, I love Jalen Hurts, and he was he's he was that Tua, Burrow, Herbert class. And I, but then I just hated the landing spot, and I liked Carson Wentz. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Did we all? We should, play the, we should figure out where he's going to be the backup this year. At. Hard to tell. That's coming out soon. Uh, my number two is I thought you were going to say this guy, but you're, you're high on higher on fields than I am. I, I expect fields to have, he, he came out so guns a blazing there towards the end. Like I guess guns out of blazing. I don't know what's guns a blazing. After well, I mean, he had such a terrible first half of the season yeah. that if he just has a decent first half of the season, his numbers are going to be better. And he finished as the number six quarterback last year on like half a season worth of production. And my guy actually played half a season last year, well, give or take. Um, and I, I'm a, I'm one of the few truthers. A lot. Of, he's very divisive, but I just think playing in Dallas with CD and uh, the running back with Pollard and just the, the way that system is set up for success. And I think Brandon Cooks is going to help him this year. Gallup's going to be fully healthy. I just expect Dak to come back to forward. I mean, realistically, Dak, based upon how strong the AFC is, Dak's like the number 10, 11 quarterback. You know, like that, that's where we are. Hertz is probably three. Could be argued to two. I think we've argued him back and forth, two or three, depending on what we think Allen's going to do this year. Burrow. I mean, Hurts probably four, actually. Him and Burrow are probably the argument there at three and four. But Dak, we're looking, boom, down there. Like Fields, you'd probably, I think I have Fields and Dak within the eight to 10 range, probably somewhere in there. If I haven't done my season rankings yet, but I think Dak with the weapons, and I like him on the first team because past the, the rushing of Fields. Isn't Gary is gonna be there? But is there gonna be a regression? I'm I've, I'm not a DJ Moore truther, so the Bears are still not a great team. And oh, the Cowboys, yeah. the Cowboys the are, are not a the Bears are not a great team. Um, I can argue whether or not the Cowboys are a great team. I don't think the Cowboys Cowboys are all always underperforming. I think the, of course the offense is going to be a little better. And like I said, Dak at the end of after Dak came back from injury. Play decent. He does throw a lot of interceptions. Does that does hurt? Um, he doesn't run for as many touchdowns as he did earlier in his career. Uh, but I think the offense is still going to be. Well, I'm not still going to be, but it will be better. Chicago. Like I don't have any problems putting Dak here. I'm just more of a fan of Justin Fields than I am. I want Dak to succeed because I love I love one of the wide receivers. So I'm not going to argue that. And Dak is always a top ten quarterback. I think he's consistent enough. To be a top 10 quarterback. So if you want to go for consistency, I don't have a problem with Dak. We can go That's with right. Dak as that guy. But our, but obviously Justin Fields is definitely the higher ceiling. Fields could finish as QB1, where I see Dak not being able to finish as QB1. But yeah, I've got yeah, a problem I can tell with you Dak. That. Fields is Sport, Fields is my next guy. Like in, it's funny in Dynasty, they're back to back in my Dynasty rankings, and he's literally the next guy I have on my list. So it's yeah. So we we could go back there. Got no issues. So we'll oh, that means they got to give up something later. QB oh, no. one and QB two. <laughs> running backs. Um, running backs. This this one's kind of tough. I mean, it starts off hot, really good, and then it just goes completely downhill fast. I went with probably the, the, the two highest rated guys. I was CMC and Barkley. They both done it before. Barkley's going to get all the opportunity he can handle. CMC, I don't know if he's going to get all the opportunity he can handle, but he's in probably one of the better offenses for a running back. So 
I don't see anything changing with these two running backs is, you know, the one and twos. I I totally agree, and I think CMC could even be more effective if he gets a little bit less maybe. That'll keep him from, the you know, the, the three years prior when he's getting hurt all the time. He Eli Mitchell, if healthy, is a stellar running back. It's stellar. He's, he's a good running back. If he's healthy, he played really well. We were all grabbing him in Dynasty and stuff, and then he kept getting hurt, and they're like, hey, I can get CMC. Heck yeah, I'm going to grab him. Even though I've got a good running back, it's San Francisco, they want 12. So if, if they take back some of his runs, that means he might get more passes. It means he plays more games. And CMC is is probably right now the best running back in the game. Rounded. Well, I would say, I mean, I mean, best yeah. running. I mean, he's he's what you want in a in a in a running back. I mean, he's literally a weapon. He can run. He can receive, and heck, he can even pass the ball when he really wants yeah, to. Right, I mean, he can pretty much do it all. Like you said, I think he's the, probably the best weapon that there is in football. I mean, the guy can literally do everything. So, I mean, that's pretty unanimous. You got anything to say about Barkley? Barkley, I think they just – if he just – if he sends a tag, I guess. But they're just going to run him into the ground. They're going to run yeah. him because they can't. And he's a, he's a, he's a great best ball guy too because he's a um, long – he's going to score 80-yard touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, the key is these are the only two guys that have pretty much done it before. I mean, they both are kind of injury-prone, so you got to be careful with that. But they've still done it before. I think that was probably one of the easiest ones. Switching over to um, wide receivers. Might be easy, too. Uh, this was probably with the arena where all the depth was at. I went mm-hmm. um, CeeDee Lamb, of course, probably could possibly be my favorite player. Um, I Justin, as I was writing, as I was writing this, and then I um, then I got us when I um, went to log on. I did see where you put Justin Jefferson, and I was like, "Oh, he can completely split my life." I got to completely put him on my list. <laughs> but of course, Justin Jefferson, um, he would be one. Lane would be two. And then my number three, I went with Amon Saint Amon Ross Saint Brown here. I think he's going to get all the targets. There, um, there's not a lot of receivers there. He had 146 last year. I don't think much changes. I mean, golf did kind of win me over. I don't. I think they're still going to pass the ball. So I went with Amon Ross St. Brown here. Holy crap! I did not see that coming. I, I have JJ, Justin Jefferson, CD Lamb. They're the they're the cream of the cream. They're top of. I mean, Justin Jefferson and Chase are their own tier, and then it's CD and then then the other all these other guys because they're really good. I love Amon Ra. You know, I've been a truther. I thought he would drop last year and boy was I wrong and would I have a couple teams I could have him still on but nope I'm a doofus and but my third guy is Cooper Cup Cooper Cup is if healthy the he would be right there with CD Lamb for that second tier in redraft leagues and all signs are saying he is healthy all signs are saying Stafford is healthy and they're connecting they're, they've got a what well, we we both believe they've got a running game this year They've got Higby's an underrated tight end, so there's there won't be as much pressure. They Van Jefferson, they're in shorts looks great. We'll see what happens. And my my boy Puka is gonna have a great year out of the rookie slot. We'll see what happens. But I just think a healthy Cooper Cup can't beat it. I'm not gonna argue with Amon Ra. I'll trade my deck for the Amon Ra. You can put Amon Ra in there, and I have no problem with it because I know you gotta have Cooper on your second team. But I, I just think Cooper Cup, the talent is just there, and I mean I think we got what. One two years of top tier Cooper. Yeah, I mean, like I said, oh, Cooper, kind of, I mean, he's he's really good. Like coming back from last season, I mean, like I said, he was hurt. 
coming back. Like if you would project his season numbers out for the second half of the season, I mean, he would have been not pretty. He would have been pretty close to what he was doing the year before. The offense, still not sure about the offense. The offensive line is still really bad. The defense is going to be really bad, so they're going to throw a lot. Um, Stafford, they say he's healthy, but I don't feel like Stafford is ever really healthy. Um, like it's just, but like I love Cooper Cup. I, this one, this one's kind of, this one's kind of tough here. Um, nine games, like hundred twelve yards, six touchdowns. I mean, it wasn't that stellar pace the year before, but it was still, he was he was knocking it out of the park, man. Yeah, yeah, he was like I said, he's still having a great season, but he is thirty years old. At some point, these receivers do do start going down. But like I said, I'm, I wouldn't even have any issues putting Cooper Cup on the first team. I know that's pretty much as far as the running backs go. I mean, he's done it before, but there is the injury history, uh, and I think Amon Ra's pretty safe, but I think Cooper Cup has the highest has the has the higher ceiling, right? I mean, yep. Cooper Cup has been wide receiver one. I'm not sure Amon Ra can be the wide receiver one. Nah, I think I think his peak probably is going to be five because he's he's a pos- he's well, but it's interesting. They're they play the same role. They're both more possession, but Cooper does get some of those long. You know, Amon Ra he's had some, but he's more of a possession receiver. And I don't know. Yeah, I you know I love the guy so. Yeah, sure. I'll, 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 let you, I'll let you make I'll let you make the choice here if you want to put Coop couple on the first team. Like I said, I've got no quarrels here. Uh, I think Amon Ra is just an up and coming receiver that's going to be at the top of the game for you know a top ten wide receiver for the next three or four years. I mean, I, I put Cup there and Amon Ra is my next guy, but if I do that, then okay. I get my entire first team. <laughs> that's right. I mean, like I said, that's uh, that that's fine. I, I just took it just a little different with the a with the NFC being so. Being so wide open, I thought I'd be a little more wide open. But hey, if you want to go with Cup, got no issues. Tight end, easy. <laughs> Is there right. any discussion needed? Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, my tight end, I went with um, TJ Hawkinson here. Um, I know. Oh my gosh, I did the wrong league. <laughs> I had Kelsey. <laughs> oh yeah, I think we, uh, Kelsey's so good. He's the starter He's so good. for He's the AFC and the NFC as well. Yeah, I went. I went with T.J. Hawkinson. I mean, noticed um, in, being in Minnesota, you know, Justin Jefferson is the guy there. Last year, Hawkinson was way better than I realized. Like the end of the year, his target count was insane. So I mean, the targets are going to be there. He's obviously the number two target to Kirk Cousins, who's always a top twelve um, quarterback. I mean, Jordan Addison. I'm not too scared for Hawkinson's targets. So yeah, I think Hawkinson is the. Um, Tight end one in the NFC. Yeah, we disagree. I do. I am not a big Hawkinson. I'm trying to, as I'm doing this, I'm trying to compare the stats. I'm not a huge Hawkinson believer. I guess I got snake bitten so much. But tight ends are so tough that Hawkinson last year had these great games. I'm too much pulled up on my screen. This I'm trying His to. His target this. count was insane every game. His target count was insane, but his his he had this. We're looking at the amazing from like week 11 34 yards, 43 yards, 33 yards, 77, 33 yards, 109 and two. That's what killed me in the playoffs. 59 yards, 16 yards. That was his season. He had one game, two games. He had that big game versus Seattle, um, two games over 100 yards, and then no other game above 80. One game, 80 or above, and then. 
two in the seventies. And that was always, that was, I never noticed that till I, some, I listened, you know, we listened to multiple podcasts, pointed it out. And I was like, Holy cow. I did not catch that as all. And that's what's been, that's what's caught me up and not getting stuck in the hawk love. Cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a Kittle guy. He's a great blocker, but what can I say? We're looking at Kittle having, uh, from week 11 on 84, two touchdowns, 26, 22, 28, 93 and two, 120 and two. He, he killed it in the playoffs last year, 23 and a touchdown. So it saved his week and 29 and a touchdown. So, I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it sounds like it's pretty similar. much the same. It's pretty much the same thing as Hawkinson. I mean, it's either, it's, 30 yards, it's either 30 yards or it's a, it's a hundred yards. I just think the offense is going to throw a little more. There's not as many weapons in Minnesota as there is. In, in San Francisco, and I'm probably pretty steadfast with Hawkinson being the tight end one here instead of Kittle. No, I'm I'm giving him to you because I got my last two, um, but I will I will put in my my DJ <laughs> Dove sealed. I think Hawkinson's gonna he's he would probably be on my bus show for the year. All right, all right. But so moving because I know Kittle will be too. <laughs> well, no, you might argue. So reviewing the first team we've had, we had Hertz and Dak. Um, can't argue there. We had CMC and Barkley. Can't argue there. Lamb, Jefferson, and Cooper Cup. I mean, the most reliable receivers the NFC has. And then I would be with TJ Hawkinson. So moving over to the second team, this one, my quarterbacks kind of got a little off right here. I can't believe I did it. So I went with Dak as my QB2 here, but obviously that, that would be Justin Fields. And my QB4 was Jared Goff. I mean, he impressed me last He impressed me last year. I don't think much changes this year. I think he's going to be like that QB 8, 9, 10. I know Daniel Jones is right there. We could put Jones here or there. Either one's about the same. But I went with Jared Goff. I love that. And I hate that I didn't do it. So obviously we're putting Fields in this spot for all the arguments we had before. Since I got Dak, you got Fields. I put – and anybody who listens to us knows that Jared Goff is my boy. I put Daniel Jones here. For, uh, this is like my quarterback running, my quarterback running tier because golf had Jones by a thousand yards passing, but Jones ran for seven hundred yards, didn't trip over the one yard line too much, and had seven rushing touchdowns. So it's once again, it's the seal. It's that whole you know same thing as with Fields is hope the rushing. I'm guessing is going to be they paid Jones. Maybe the rushing goes down. That could be the what messes people that finally got confidence in Jones because now he got the bag of cash. And he got paid. Uh, but I am 1,000% willing to give up my Daniel Jones just so we can recognize the amazing stellar play that is 4,438 yards and 29 touchdowns of Jared Goff. And probably probably my second favorite team in the league. The, um, yeah. the Detroit. Yeah, I, I like Daniel Jones. I, give, I want to give – Give golf his credit. I wouldn't be surprised if Jones is right there at the QB QB four. Moving over to running back, this is where it kind of got interesting. So I would be John as my um RB here in the um, second team. I don't not really stick out there rhyme or reason. He's the number you know eight overall pick, and usually top ten running backs they get the ball and they produce. So that's what I'm going with here. So they like to run the ball. Ritter's not a thrower. I think they're going to run a lot. I even think Algier will have his moments just because they're going to run so much. I think Bijan is going to have a stellar career. And this is and this next one here, I just wouldn't fandom here because I think he's going to have a lot more work than any of the other running backs. And I went Cam Akers 
just for the hopes of, you know, of it finally paying off. I think the end of the season was really good last year, but who knows how things could go. Pollard, you know, is definitely a consideration, but I'm still worried about that. He's going to get more work. Efficiency is going to come down, of course. You got Ken Walker. Charbonnet comes in. Second half of the season for Walker was a little different than the first, but I'm going to go Cam Akers here. Wow, that you're just making me happy with guys. I did not have the intestinal fortitude, as the WWE used to say, to 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 go with like with Cam Akers. I, I love me some Cam Akers. I was um, I just finished up our rookie draft for my first my my old my OG dynasty league and my team's so good that I had the four point nine. We have four rounds. It's only ten teams, and I almost traded away Cam Akers. I just couldn't do it. Because my brother-in-law knew I loved A-Chain. And I think A-Chain's going to be – he's going to ball out. But I just couldn't do it because Akers, everything's looking like he's going to be the a three-down running back for this team. Everybody else stinks on the team. I love it. I, but the cool thing is I got Puka Nakua with my 4.9. That's who I wanted. It's all I wanted from the draft, and I walked away. But I love Akers. I don't have either of those guys on my second team. I have this problem, and I've got to get over it. And you're right in what you say. I really struggle with putting rookies too high. And Bijan, I love Bijan. I was excited to get Bijan. We were in a league where I bet all of my money, but one guy had so much money that I wanted Bijan. I love Bijan. I think Bijan's going to be stellar. And I just I don't know why in rankings I'm always scared of him. I'm scared of putting him in there. And then Brees Hall, who looks stellar. I think Brees Hall is one of my top four dynasty running backs. Looks stellar, but... ACL first game in, you know, you can't predict like you can't, but it's you injuries. Can't base, you can't base it can't, off injuries. And Brees Hall, and if you wouldn't have ranked Brees Hall high, you would have looked very, very not smart because he absolutely murdered it. And B. John Robinson has even more capital, so he's going to get even more opportunities. Like I said, if if you just go by what what trends that happen, they're usually they usually they're usually right. And then when running backs are drafted high. They perform. Yeah, Bijan's my number two dynasty running back, so I've got him there. It's just in redraft, I always get scared of him. I had Tony so Pollard. Who, so who, who do you have here? Tony Pollard. Uh, I don't. I'm not a Tony Pollard guy. Don't like Tony Pollard. I don't. I mean, I do have him ranked highly, but he's a guy I'm scared of. He'd be like we did like a a haunted house show. Guys that you're scared of what they're gonna do. Tony Pollard looks so good, but is he could be one of those guys that's a complimentary back, but. Who else is going to run the ball in Dallas? Mike McCarthy says he wants to run the ball in Dallas. I, I've got some of the other ancillary parts of the Dallas backfield. I love Deuce Vaughn because he's smaller than me. I would love to see him run, but there's nobody else there. So just by sheer volume, uh, Pollard will get the ball if they're going to run, and he's going to get the catches. So that's why I put him there. Not because I like him or not, but I love the next guy. You hate my number two guy here. Miles Sanders who dynasty way down there for me. But I just think this year in Carolina, I mean, I've said it before, Foreman looked like a looked like Jonathan Taylor last year in that Carolina offense. They're going to run. They're going to run. It's the same argument as Atlanta. I think Carolina's going to do exactly what Atlanta does. They're going to run. They're going to run again. And then they're going to run over Bryce Young a little bit. He'll do a little bit okay. But it's a rookie quarterback, so they're going to run some more. Okay, so I mean, so we'll meet in the middle. You get a guy and I get a guy. Which one are you taking? 
I'll be honest, I want your two guys because they're my third team. Like I'm almost tempted to to seed them to you. Um, I mean, we could do that too. I mean, I've got yeah. no. I, it's, it's hard for me to put either one of those guys over Bijan because I think Bijan's going to get more work than both of those guys. Still, I think he's still. I think the the land and run game will be will be decent. But that's either way. I mean, you get a guy, I get a guy. We can meet in the middle, and or we can just take both my guys and see where it takes us. I mean, these four guys for me, honestly, probably redraft could be. I mean, Bijan, I think. I'm always scared of rookies. So if I can get over my rookie bias, Bijan should be the best of the four. So put Bijan in there. And then the other three are a ball of people who I'll be able to get Miles Sanders late because no one likes him except for me. Akers, Pollard I'll never have because he goes too high. But we both love Akers. I want to throw Akers I almost put there in front of Miles, but I was like, I want to put Miles in there and I want to recognize that I think he's going to be awesome. So take both of your guys, Bijan and Cam Akers. I'm cool with. All right, yeah, we'll take both of them. I am a little higher on Miles Sanders. I am coming around a little bit. I'm not, hey, all, hey. not all the way there. Like we'll see where the ranking show goes in August. <sighs> all right, so moving over to um, wide receivers. I'm not, everything's all jumbled here, so hopefully I get this right. So I'm going to go with Brown Squared. I got A.J. Brown and Amon Rossi Brown as my um, two receivers. Mm-hmm. And the, the third one is kind of tough. I either want Chris Olave or I want Devonta Smith. I'm kind of worried here, you know, where it's going to be where it goes, but I do believe with Derek Carr coming into New Orleans, being the, I don't want to say the only wide receiver, but the biggest um, option, the number one option there, it, I'm going to go Chris Olave here instead of Devontae Smith, and it really, really hurts, That, but that could change at any moment. Oh, what makes you feel better, I put Smith in there. Same same three guys. I'm in Ross St. Brown because I love him. I really would love to put him there if Cooper wasn't so good. A.J. Brown, I mean, how is A.J. Brown on the first team? He's so he. I've hate. I'm in. I'm AJ. Where you are growing with Miles Sanders. That's where I was with AJ Brown last year, and he just he. I mean, he produced, but he was never consistent. But last year, he just killed it. I mean, AJ Brown could easily s- jump over Amon Ross St. Brown and be all first team next year. I believe that. And Smith, he proved us all wrong. He proved you don't have to be you know bigger round than my fingers put together to be a successful court uh, receiver. So ba- Smith and then Olave is actually my next guy on my list, but I put Smith in there just because I'm a little worried more about the Saints offense. Like Derek Carr, I support him. I think they're I, they're not going to be terrible. I mean, they're, they could win that division because it's pretty bad. I mean, the Falcons could win that division because it's terrible division, but is winning that division eight and eight or eight and nine and eight, eight and nine even. Um, so and Alave, I mean, Carr does support number one receivers. All throughout his tenure, he supported a number one receiver. And unless Michael Thomas, who they're saying he's, who knows? Hey, he's, he's healthy. That's from what I hear. He's healthy. I mean, the guy I always get is Shahid. He's my, he's a Best Buy guy. If you're wanting from 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 um uh, from there, he from New Orleans. But yeah, so I, I I could I'd like to twist your arm to throw Smith in there. We have the back to back Eagles. You don't, have to you, twist, champs. <laughs> you don't have to twist. You don't have to twist very hard. I mean, Devontae Smith is now on the team. I uh, got no issues with that. Like I said, I just don't know how much they're going to be able to support. You know, there's two wide receivers plus Goddard, and it's just going to be. I think it's going to be a little harder than it was what was last year. So moving over to tight end, um, of course, we'll go with Kittle here. I got no issues. We know the guy loves to block. Um. I, it's hard. It's hard in that offense. You just don't know where the targets are going to go. But he's pretty consistent. He make he makes the plays. You know, he makes the touchdowns. But I mean, Dallas Goddard is in consideration. Is in consideration here. 
Yeah, Dallas Goddard, he's my third guy. I mean, those are the three tight ends for me to look at as of, you know, today till someone steps up and jumps in. But uh, if we put, if we were to put God, like Goddard's my number two and Hawk's my three, actually. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, I got I mean, my number two is three Eagles. That's how good I think they're going to be. I mean, the Eagles should, could the Eagles win 15 games? I believe so. But they've got first place schedule, so they'll probably slip some there, but without looking deep into them. But yeah, I, Kittle, I'd fight for Kittle for a second team if I lost Hawk for a first team. No yeah, argument. I got no issue there. So we, um, we're doing our second team here. We got uh, Justin Fields and Jared Goff. Um, we stuck with Bijan and Cam Akers as a running back, so very happy there. We got Brown squared, Amon Ra, and AJ. And then we went with Devonta Smith, so two Eagles there in that high-powered offense. Hopefully it works out. And then we went with George Kittle. So I've got no um so AFC arguably probably a little better high end. But I mean there's a lot of good players here. So going going with your bench, is there any like quarterback bench guys that you're like on your team that you're excited for? Not excited, but a guy if I get in redrafted, I put Kirk Cousins in there. He was my third like I my, my bench guys is I put just like my third team. So my third team was golf and cousins. And I think cousins, he's considered the Mendoza line of quarterbacks. Like if you Kirk Cousins, if you want to just sail along I mean, other than that Dallas game where he had, what, like three passes or whatever. But, you know, whatever that was, he's got stellar. He's got J- Justin Jefferson. Um, you can argue the secondary guys are – they're not t- great. They're not terrible. They're there. And he's got your boy Hawkinson. So he's got places to pass. And all Kirk Cousins does is put up yards. He might throw some pickles and stuff. Nobody likes him um, in the fantasy realm. But, at, I mean, it's also NFC. So he's still like my 20-some-odd ranked receiver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the funny part. Yeah, one guy I'm excited about and interested to see how it goes. Um, Sam Howe, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how Sam Howe performs. I mean, the offense is – he's got some pieces. Um, like I said, I, I wouldn't – I'm not excited to start this guy, but well, – I think he's a I guy we'll talk about because of our show the, our show dynamic. I think he's oh, a guy yeah. that will pop up in the next little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Uh, any running backs that, you know, like no, in that mid-tier? Those – because remember, my guys would have – so the third team would have been Pollard and Miles for us because my third team was Bijan and Akers. So, I mean, like there's, I said, maybe, there's always running backs that are gonna. Yeah, may, maybe Kenny Kenny Walker might outperform, but I'm not I'm not really sure about that. And receivers, I think it's a little interesting here. We got Drake London, you know, Brandon Ayuk, Terry McLaurin. Um, out of those three guys, who do you see being like one of the top the top guy out of those three? I have Drake London there, and you didn't even mention. I was sitting. I was like, "Wait, am I, it's not 1990." DK Metcalf. I'm, I'm a little lower on DK Metcalf. I'm not high. I'm not super high on Geno Smith. And there's a lot of a lot of receivers now there in Seattle. I'm starting to worry a little bit. A little so bit. Would you, if you had to rank the receivers, would DK still be above JSN? Or I think JSN to start. I think to start. I think to start the season, I would have DK above him, but. It could it could be very I could be swayed very easily. Yeah, I think Lockett's going to be the the odd man out this year, and those two will be A and B by the end of the year. So and Drake but, London, but again, I think Drake's going to be Lockett. Lockett Lockett makes his life out of one catch for eighty nine yards and two touchdowns somehow. <laughs> he, he gets one catch, but it went up with three touchdowns. It's amazing. It's amazing how that happens. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I I really like the NFC. I mean, grew up as an NFC fan. But I think I think the I think the NFC high can compete with the AFC. What do you What do you think? 
it could compete, but there's a reason AFC won the Pro Bowl for so long. They've got well, but, Pro Bowl's garbage. Nobody tries. <laughs> but but no, it's, I I still think the AFC is is it's you know it's kind of like think about the when we grew up as kids the the NBA the East was so good then the West became so, it, it's it fluctuates and right now the AFC is just in its prime NFC has great pass catchers a couple good running backs but the AFC but that being said. If I had to gun them ahead right now, I would say the Eagles win the Super Bowl. So NFC wins the Super Bowl because, you know, it's, what are you going to do? Um, so, yeah. This, yeah. It's very positive. That was pretty fun. Hopefully, I mean, we can continue doing on something like this. But um, I got to go out here and start making dinner. So I'll do do a little on word of a um, – so since it was 4th of July this past week, I forgot we forgot to mention Joey Chestnut um, continuing his dominance. Barely. Is <laughs> the amount of hot dogs that he's eating is coming down considerably every year. Um, they're inching closer, cl- closer to him. So I think Chestnut might have another year or two before. I think somebody might catch up with him here. So congratulations to Joey Chestnut. There was like a three-hour rain delay. It was making me super mad. But yeah, um, shout out to Joey Chestnut. He's won like eighteen out of the last, or sixteen out of the last seventeen, or something crazy. Dude eats mad hot dogs, so congratulations to him. And as always, trust yourself and trust the process.